Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the World Series of Politics podcast, where two heavy hitters in the political, legislative, and regulatory space take swings at the curveballs thrown at the gaming sector by legislators and regulators around the world for IGV. We've got Brendan Bussman and Grant Iden stepping up to the plate to discuss the hot topics in this space from across the world. Let's play ball on another episode of the World Series of Politics. Welcome back to another World Series of Politics. I'm one of your co-hosts, Brendan Busman. Uh, our other dynamic duo co-host, Brant Iden, is unfortunately in an undisclosed location right now, uh, doing the good work for the gaming industry on policy and regulation and, and uh, all the legal construct that we have going on. But Robin is fortunate to have joined us today that has... Uh, been part of the team from the beginning. Robin, how's everything going today? It's good. It's good. It's good to be back on. Um, I'm just trying to think what I've talked about in the podcast so far, my kind of cameo appearances. So, so obviously we did a, the UK with Philip Davis. We did Florida. And now we've got, it sounds like we've got a really interesting one to talk about today. Well, you know, I you, you uh, bring up you know, we continue to have great and exceptional topics, and I know we've got a laundry list of other things to talk about, but we're going to talk about a state that has been near and dear to me for a long time, uh, one that has been a neighbor growing up in Nebraska. I spent many a day down in Missouri uh, going through stuff, and we are joined today uh, by the Senior Vice President and General Counsel of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, and Mike Whittle. Mike, welcome to the World Series of Politics. We're happy to have you here. Great. Thanks for having me. So, Mike, obviously, you know, sports betting has been a, you know, a long topic uh, in Missouri. I date back to after the repeal of PASPA. And your guys might have even been at the hearing. I remember MLB was back in, in 2018, 2019 at trying to get this done. But obviously, sports betting continues to be a topic. Uh, as we sit here in 2023, off that, you guys, and 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 I say you being the teams, just launched a, a, a new set of initiatives to try to get sports betting across the finish line, or in this case, we'll use with you, home plate. Uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about the initiatives and why you chose to go this route. Yeah, so, um, you know, Obviously, as you mentioned, I'm with the St. Louis Cardinals, and the St. Louis Cardinals are part of a coalition of uh, teams within the state of Missouri, professional sports teams that are have been really working on this for quite some time, as you mentioned. Um, and you know, the, the, those teams are you know include the Car not only the Cardinals but the Chiefs, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Royals, the St. Louis City SC uh, MLS soccer team, uh, the St. Louis Blues. And the and the Kansas City Current uh, women's soccer women's professional soccer team, and we've been you know trying to get and and using our kind of best efforts to move this thing along in the legislative process for some time now. As you mentioned, it was pretty pretty much on the league level initially um, to push it uh, in the early years, and I think really in the last probably three years or so. The teams, you know, we kind of got together with the, the other sports teams here in Missouri, and we're trying to kind of push this, have been trying to push this forward. 
uh, our coalition kind of believes that this sports wagering is a is a good way to uh, increase engagement with our fans, and and it is also a new source of tax revenue for the state. That's where people are now with all these other jurisdictions where it's been legalized. You know that tax revenue is going to those other states or to illegal operators, and so we think that you know it's in it's kind of inevitable that this gets done at some point. We think it should be done sooner than later so that, you know, we all benefit here in the state of Missouri from, you know, from this going forward. So in terms of the, the why we are filing initiative petitions, um, because we've kind of hit a wall in that legislative process, um, I, I think, you know, the sports wagering in Missouri has been overwhelmingly supported and was passed in bills in the last two legislative sessions by the Missouri House. It really is when we get to the Missouri Senate, where we've kind of gotten bogged down with not sports wagering, because I think we have a majority of votes and have had a majority of support in the Missouri Senate for sports wagering. It's really uh, another issue that's been attempted to be attached to sports wagering, and that's the video lottery terminal issue. Um, there's in particular one particular Missouri senator that's been kind of pretty adamant on trying to attach it and not what we have asked for is bifurcating the issue. And really, you know, from our standpoint, it's unrelated. But I think there, it, you know, I think it's not a it's not a winning issue with the video lottery terminal issue. So therefore, instead of trying to seek to do that separately, it's been trying to be attached to our, you know, our, 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 you know, the bill that we've supported in the last couple of sessions. And so I think we're, we've kind of hit that wall time and time again over the last three years. And be, even before that, before we got more actively involved as teams in the state. And I think we're, you know, we see that money has been provided to uh, not only this particular senator, but others, and we're, you know, from the video lottery terminal interests, and we're just thinking that, you know, somebody can very easily filibuster that sports wagering bill yet again, and we're still in the same position, uh, you know, next session or beyond. So I think we're in a spot where we just think this should be done. Um, and we think that, you know, we're you know, putting this forward as an initiative petition because we don't think that that dynamic in the Missouri Senate will necessarily change, especially next session. Right. So, so, so do you feel almost a, you know, the kind of like from the team side, the trust isn't there with the legislature because it's, it's an issue that is a, is come up on a Missouri regulation. It's come up a, on the podcast a number of times and a uh, Brendan, you know, over, I think we're on maybe 22 episodes now, 21, 22 episodes. Uh, it's what, become, 23. Yeah. Are, we, are we 23? Oh, already? I think, wow. I think maybe 23. Wow. Uh, you know, 23 episodes. And over that time, I th- I, we have discussed it on multiple occasions. So, 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 Mike, from your side, do you feel that there really isn't the trust that there is that kind of that will or that kind of ability to, you know, separate this issue and there needs to be this kind of decisive push just to show the strength of feeling in favor of legal there's sports. A, there's a huge trust that we have with the Missouri House. Okay. 
there's a huge trust that we have with the majority of the of the Missouri Senate. I think it comes down to really one senator, and maybe maybe there is another one or two, but it really comes down to one. That and, and unfortunately, here in Missouri, one senator can filibuster and block the passage of any bill, effectively hold up the entire session. So, you know, and that's happened. And then it even has been threatened to happen after, you know, there was a vote on the video lottery terminal issue. It was attached by amendment to, to the sports wagering bill mm-hmm. uh, this past session, and it failed. And all we asked was, after it failed, take the amendment off and let's have a vote on the sports wagering alone. And there was, there were senators that basically said, or there was a senator that said he would not allow that to happen. And we, you know, there were certain things that were, you know, even proposed after that to, there was an interest in increasing money from what the senator said, you know, he indicated that um, uh, there was needed to be more money for uh, veterans mm-hmm. in the bill, that there needed to be more money for uh, compulsive gaming prevention in the bill. And we uh, then it was, you know, it was then offered to him after this vote went down and the video lottery terminal issue lost where, hey, you know, there's some things that will add to increase the amount for veterans and for problem gaming prevention. And that, you know, he wouldn't even consider it. So that told us that there was not good faith. Yeah, when it comes to trust, absolutely. We were we had been told certain things in terms of bifurcating the issue, and that didn't happen. So yeah, I I think there is a kind of a lack of trust with right. respect to what the true agendas are for a certain senator. And it's not veterans. It's not problem gaming prevention. It's out-of-state video lottery terminal interests that have funded his campaigns, and maybe they'll fund them in the future. I don't know. But that's that's what it comes down to. And unfortunately, that's what we've been hitting time and time again, and we don't have faith or trust that that will change. Well, Mike, Mike, I, I will say this. I, I first and foremost appreciate the decorum you've given to said senator. I typically uh, use his name and the word hijack after it uh, when I've discussed this on the podcast. But <laughs> I uh, because I think that's what he's done is hijack the legislative process for for as opposed to letting this issue go forward. You know, as you look to the 24 ballot and, and being able to go forward with this and basically saying, hey, guys, we, we've tried this route now for, you know, four or five years to be able to do this. It isn't moving. We've got to take it to the voters themselves. What what does that construct look like over the next year? Because as we sit out here, you know, a, you know, basically a little over a year out from an election. Um, what what does that look like, and how how do you you know intend to approach this? Obviously, I'm not asking for campaign secrets and anything, but you know, I, I that that'll uh, that'll stay within the in the confines of everything. But you know, do you, 
you're putting your faith in the voters to get this done. What's that look like from your perspective? And, and obviously I think that also then goes to the fans of not only the Cardinals, but the Royals, the chiefs and the current, everybody else in between along the way. Yeah. We have a lot of faith in the Missouri citizens and we have a lot of faith in our fans and which a ton of them are here from Missouri. And I, you know, as well as the other five teams that are in our coalition, there's a lot of support and a lot of, you know, a lot of things that we hear on a day-to-day basis about what they're feeling about this issue. And, you know, we feel like we need to do them a service to move this forward and not be in this weird spot where it's legal in every other state around us. And even if they live in Southern Illinois and they cross the river and it's like, whoa, this is illegal here. What? <laughs> I can't get on my app. Uh, so I think that's, that's the kind of rap. And we also see fans that either don't come to our games in Missouri because they want to, you know, they want to do place a wager at home in their own state or, or they use an illegal app. So I, I think, I think we hear that stuff all the time. We have faith in the citizens of Missouri on this issue in terms of how it looks like for us in terms of process. You know, we filed these uh, petitions here, I guess it's been a, almost three weeks ago. Um, and we're expecting and hoping that it will be approved um, uh, by the, you know, it goes through a review process with the Missouri Secretary of State. And we're hoping that that will be completed by mid-November. Um, you know, we would start collecting signatures once it's approved. Uh, we would decide which one of the four that we would proceed with, and we would proceed to collect signatures on that one between, you know, that kind of mid, mid uh, November time period to, uh, I think May 8th is the filing date, uh, for the submission of signatures. And we would, you know, now keep in mind, we still, and we've always said this, that we're, we still would prefer to achieve our goal here through a legislative process. The Missouri uh, legislative session starts in January. It goes through, I think, May 16th or 15th or something around that time period. We feel like if it can be achieved in the legislative session coming up, that's great. We'll withdraw our petition. Um, But if it doesn't happen, we want to be in a position to move forward with a media campaign that would begin, you know, once we see that it's possibly not happening in the, in the, in the legislature. Okay. So, so, and that could be that time frame of kind of early May when we would kind of gear up for yeah. a media campaign that would go through the November uh, 2024 election. Okay. So that's interesting. So you almost kind of see it as perhaps, um, you know, a, a way of, you know, a, a, a sort of an accelerant to the legislature showing that, you know, there is serious and that, you know, as you said, you know, with certain senators, the trust is, you know, is not there anymore, that they're going to do the right thing on this issue. So do you see this as a way to sort of almost kind of shine a spotlight on that and kind of we, try we hope so, but, okay. and on it, you know, honestly, we're not incredibly optimistic that anything will change, like I okay. said. So, and, you know, even despite what we, what we might do and lay out, it's still, we're not sure that that's really going to change anything either. Right. And, but maybe we're hopeful, but we're not, you know, going to just bare our head in the sand and hope that, 
you know, I mean, I think we're, we've, we've seen that movie too many times. Of course. And, and uh, just because obviously we've got an international uh, base of listeners for this podcast. So I think just to kind of almost, almost kind of quantify it for, um, you know, for our, you know, our listeners in the UK and Europe, wherever, I mean, do you, do you, is there any sort of figure you can put on the, the lost revenue, you know, if that's taxes for the teams, you know, from this, yeah, this I think, impasse? Yeah, I think there was a fiscal note in the, and this, what we're proposing isn't, there isn't much different than what was passed right. by the Missouri House. I mean, there's a, some little structural things here and there, but I think for the most part, including the tax rate, that is proposed was the one that was passed by the Missouri House at 10%. Mm -hmm. And in uh, the fees, maybe actually they might be a little bit higher here than what they were in that version. Um, I, but roughly it's about the same economically as what was passed in the Missouri House this past session. I think there was a, as a if I recall correctly, there was a fiscal note uh, that they do in connection with that, I think legislative research, I don't know exactly how they do their, you know, economic impact kind of thing, but it came back with, I think, $30 million a year for revenue that would, it would generate for the state of Missouri. Well, Mike, I can't first and foremost, thank you enough for joining us. I know we're going to continue to follow this issue from a podcast standpoint, as well as I know my my other uh, Cape Crusader and Brand Iden uh, will be following this in the legislative process as well as the ballot process. Uh, you know, I uh, I know you're at this point you're wrapping up the Major League Baseball season, um, but uh, you know we look forward to uh, maybe having you back when next year's is on, and we'll have an update of where things are at either legislatively or or if we're heading to the ballot. But uh, appreciate you joining us today, and can't thank you enough. Yeah, Thanks, thank you, Mike. guys. Happy happy to do it anytime. Really appreciate Perfect. it. Perfect. Thank you all for joining us on another episode of the World Series of Politics. Thank you very much, everyone. You've been listening to the World Series of Politics podcast with Brendan Bussman and Brent Iden. We'll be back on field very soon. This has been an IGB production. For the latest news, views, analysis, and data on the global gaming industry, head to iGamingBusiness.com.